What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, use of Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one ain't from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 51. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you live and earlier than I usually record. Well, not live, but you know what I mean. From TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California, another Pillowcase production. Um, uh, this episode, we got some vaccine incentives. Um, T.I. Sun not falling not too far from the tree. Um, people getting hit by cars. Um, you know what? All kind of crazy shit. I don't want to spend too much time on the intro. Let's just get right to it.
All right. Uh, do I got any updates from last week? Let me see. I should have. I think I got at least one. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had teased last week. I remember I said something about some naked swimming. And I mentioned that in the in the intro. But I never talked about naked swimming. Well, the reason I brought that up, because I heard somebody say, you ain't, you know, you ain't lived until you went naked swimming. And I was thinking, have I ever been naked swimming? Have I ever been naked in any type of water other than the tub? And then, nope, I can't. I was I was trying and trying and trying, but I do not recall being naked on purpose in any type of body of water in public in a public place. Which, if it's not my tub, then it's public. But nope. So I guess you know I hadn't fully lived yet, and that's all. I just had brought that up. I just thought it was. So I heard somebody say that. I'm like, I wonder how many people did that then. I don't even think half. So that means like less than half people, half the people, didn't really lived according to that, to that logic. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost if you ever went swimming naked, please, please let me know because I ain't never heard no shit like that. Well, I heard I heard of it, but I ain't never had no opportunity to do no shit like that. I'm jealous. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm jealous of people who have swam naked, but. Not me. Whatever. Um, somebody brought worms into the job, into the weed place, like on purpose. Again, like it's been more than once that this has happened to the point where the supervisor had to come. Well, one of the supervisor leads or whatever they call them, she had to come and say, Somebody is bringing worms and putting them in the refrigerator where we eat food. Please stop. And it's like that you have to call. You have to look them up, especially at our job where it's only like, I don't know, 20 motherfuckers. You have to look a motherfucker in the eye and say, hey, man, did you bring worms? Because that ain't one of them things where it's just like. 50, 60 people at a job and somebody just doing it. No, no, no. We can nip, we can figure this out. Did you bring, because you can look in the motherfucking eye. Did you bring worms in here? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's all. You don't got to get written up or fired. Just what the fuck is wrong with you? This is like outside animals. Just insects and shit. Just put them in the refrigerator. It's the same thing. You might as well just put fucking a, a fucking fly trap on the kitchen, on the on the fucking table. What the fuck are you thinking about? It's fucking stupid. No, no, on, on second thought, yeah, fire this motherfucker. Fire this dumb, whoever the fuck is bringing what the fuck, man? It's supposed to be a weed job. Not no fucking bait and tackle shop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Ain't a river or a lake or shit for miles. Yeah, ain't nan, it don't rain, ain't nan worm needed in downtown Los Angeles. Mm, what else? 
speaking, I was talking about the vaccine incentives. They got a lot now. They they are getting people out of reducing jail sentences. They are giving away combo meals and Home Depot coupons. They are doing whatever they have to do to get people to take this shot. And Charlamagne, somebody said it. Just start paying. Once they start flat out just paying people to get the shot, I think that'll cover the last. Because they they trying to get this uh, herd immunity shit. So they like, we need more. We need 85% of the people or whatever the fuck. So we got to get this shit up. So that's why they keep coming out with shit. I think once they get to about 70, 75, 80%, they're going to be like, we need these last 100, 200,000 motherfuckers. How much we got? Then they're going to just start paying. Watch. They're going to be like, if you have not got the shot by now, you know, because double shot, once they start paying, people are going to be getting two, three shots. You have not, you cannot get a double shot. It will kill you or some shit like that. And if you have not got the shot yet, $400. And then, then I'm going to go get the shot. But then I'm going to really think something is going on. Because <laughs> I'm starting to feel left out from doing comedy since I don't have the shot. They don't even want you to hang around uh, fucking the club. They say, they told Jill she had a recent COVID test, which was administered at the spot because I wasn't supposed to say that but whatever ain't nobody from the comic store listening to this anyway so other than that you need a recent test or um, a shot so I guess kicking it ain't the, ain't the worst you just gotta go if you plan on kicking it at some point that week you gotta go and get a fucking test as simple as that just gotta take a fucking it's gonna take time you gotta you gotta you gotta give up at least an hour and a half two hours out of your day to do this so that's all i guess that's all they want you to do is just be inconvenienced for a little while that um if you feel good stay home i guess that don't work no more that's that's dead we all we we done with that that no you gotta have a shot or a covid test to come in here so i get it but you know, I'm start, I really am starting to feel left out, but it got, it, it, I can't be the only one. I know it's a group of us, so hold out, y'all. I'm telling you, they're going to start paying in a minute, and then we can get the shot. Just wait. Speaking of shots, the first couple J. Cole clips since, uh, since the last podcast came out. And uh, he looking so so. I mean, again, he is a 36 year old man, rapper or not. He's a 36 year old man trying to play professional basketball. And usually at this point, if you're 36 playing professional basketball, you're either an all star or a savvy veteran in the NBA or some guy who run with a rec league on the weekends. Or, two, three days a week at work, after work type shit. But none of this is if you are a 36-year-old millionaire rapper. People still people still ain't really, I don't think they really grasping the fact that this is a millionaire rapper who has chosen to go play basketball over here. And 
from the highlights. Look like Rwanda is the best league for him. You know, I'm just gonna leave it at that. He ain't tearing up the league. I tell you that. I tell you that much. He's not tearing it up. But uh, keep on doing what you're doing over there, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll get a dunk. I think he can dunk. So if he get a dunk, that'll make it worth it. In my mind. And this has been a concern for me. Because I, I still don't know. I'm not quite sure. What is the peach emoji? I still don't know if that's ass or pussy. Is it ass? I think it's ass because, it, you know, I guess the little shape like a butt. But then it's pink and it's called a peach. You People don't call butts peaches. I imagine people, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just confused. I don't use the emoji with jail or nothing like that. So that's why I'm not familiar with it. I'm going to ask her. I guess I should go. I could have just asked her or, you know. Serial killer this week was uh, interesting because he was a pilot. A good pilot. Like, he always wanted to be a pilot. And, you know, there ain't no job you just stumble into. So, the killing he kind of stumbled into. But then he liked that a lot. He killed one of his stewardesses. Like, he, he was crazy. But he wasn't crazy enough to you know, mass murder. Serial killers don't mass murder. They just kill one person at a time a whole bunch of times. But can you imagine if he was like a a mass murderer, serial killer pilot? That's probably why they don't have ejector seats in 747s. Just for people like him who decide, I want to kill this whole plane. Okay. You can't, you can't do it without taking yourself out. So, ha! Last laugh. Suicide, uh, serial killer, mass murderers. I bet you won't be no pilot. Might be a bus driver, but you ain't gonna be no pilot. Actually, that's a bad. I don't even want to put that out there. I don't want to get a bus driver's a bad rap. Yes, they do uppercuts. Okay, but they don't. They do not murder. Not that I know of. Ain't even been no movie about no bus driver that was murdering. Even though you would think, look at all these people just willingly walking. Look at all these victims walking onto my bus if I wanted to be a murderer. That's Hollywood. Somebody make a, a bus a bus murderer movie. It probably, you know, hurt hurt bus traffic business. But what, don't nobody really want to be on the bus anyway. Speaking of buses, that maybe that, that reminded me of the last thing I'm gonna talk about before we go into the news. Um, the dude Charles Boycott. I was reading about him and like how how they just start using like he was a good dude for a second, and then they just start hating him, and then they just start. He had one one bad idea, and everybody start stop fucking with him. Turned his name into a verb. Which 
You never want to be. You want to stay a noun. Your whole. That's the whole. That's your only goal in life, if nothing else, is to stay a noun. Unless it's a good verb. Okay, let me never. Cause you could. Somebody say, man, I pulled a use of, a use of that motherfucker. If it's a good thing, that's cool. But if it's bad, that's terrible. That is terrible. If somebody say, man, I just got used to it. And they say it with that, with that, like, that tone. That don't sound like something good happened to them. So, I guess you just, that's what I'm saying. Don't, that's the moral of the story. You don't want to be a bad verb. You want to stay a good noun. Just a good, a pleasant noun. That's all. Alright, let's get to some news. happened um so i'm at my neighborhood restaurant with um my special friend and um a lady comes in and hands her a baby uh, apparently a newborn and runs out you probably won't believe this um this is crazy we're having lunch and a woman left her baby. Uh, so, yeah, this is what's going on now. A woman leaves her baby with my friend as we are sitting having lunch. Newborn baby left. A woman hands her the baby and... Um, shit, I might as well start there. Shit, because you never hear about no crazy... Well, of all the crazy shit you hear about people doing in their kids, you don't never hear about no, like, semi-heroic shit like that. But the crazy thing is, as soon as me and Jill saw the video, the first thing Jill said was, where is the umbilical cord? Which, yeah, is a good question. Where is the umbilical cord? How did they get that motherfucker off with their bare hands, like in a situation like an emergency pregnancy? Unless, I don't know, maybe if this girl's savvy enough to drop the baby off and wrap it up in a blanket, she might have been carrying some clippers around. Like, I'll take some nail clippers. It probably took a while, but you could do it with some nail clippers. So, okay, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. She had some nail clippers, or at the very least, a nail file on her. So, you know, she got to she got the thing off, but I'm just glad that it was a restaurant that she ran into that, you know, because well, if that wasn't the closest thing, you know, a restaurant people got, you know, humanity and they probably gonna tip the waiters, they probably got they probably kind hearted and got empathy and shit, all that type of shit. Well if they would have ran into like a a DMV or a courthouse, you know. Everybody standing there with their arms folded. Ain't nobody mad. Everybody mad. Stressing. I don't want no fucking baby. Get the fuck out of here. So, I'm glad she ran to a restaurant. Because that shit turned out worse. So, 
Shout out to the baby. Um, and I don't know what they're going to do with it, the new parents or the new holders of the baby. I don't want to call them parents yet because I know if that was me. We going right back to the hospital like that, like it got a receipt. <laughs> but I don't know. Whatever. Um, shout out to that baby. Um, in, other, in other videos that wasn't on the news, uh, it was like this old dude, like, like he's about 80 something. And it said in the caption, he hadn't drunk water in 40 years and he's still healthy. And it just reminded me, I saw that and I'm like, man, I was just talking about motherfuckers that like to argue all the time just cause like uh, just 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 say dumb shit out loud or just just so they can start an argument just cause maybe it's fun to them that's how they you know whatever the fuck they whatever reason they like to argue but I can see this motherfucker 40 years ago what's that 81 probably like somebody probably told him hey man you 40 years old you need to drink more water he was like man I need to drink don't tell me what to drink I don't need to drink no water. They're like, oh man, you need to put that beard on. Man, you need to drink. Yeah, it's, it's healthy for you, man. I, I bet y'all drink no more water. Fuck y'all. Tell me what to do. And then four years later, he thirsty than a motherfucker out of spite. Cause you know when you thirsty, on nothing tastes good as water. But whatever. I don't need no water. <laughs> he probably the same person that'd be like. I don't see how y'all think Steph Curry the best shooter of all time. That's all I'm saying. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Uh, oh, this lady, this Indian lady, um, because it was in India, not because, you know, just point out that she her race. It was in India, and I don't know which city in India, but it was in India. Just know that. So, so she was waiting, you know. In the hospital, at the hospital, and she fell out. She passed out. So, you know, probably from waiting too long. I imagine it's India. It's a lot of motherfuckers. It's a lot of motherfuckers. So, it's nowhere you gonna go where it's not packed. You know what I mean? Especially the hospital. So, you pass out. You figure. That'd give me that'd give me in front of the line, but they she didn't she didn't count on them thinking she was gonna be dead, and they just jumped to dead. Like, why was she even at the hospital? Why is, is she dying? Like, why would y'all just think she died? Anyway, so well, they think she dead and she died, but she wasn't. So they was about to prep her body for the embalming and all this type of shit, and she started coughing and woke up probably because she was naked and cold on a fucking slab so then she woke up and they like what the fuck and then she like oh shit yeah and then you know it's fucked up they took her right back to the hospital and you know she gotta start the whole process over again and, and you would think like you know like if I wake up when y'all think I'm dead and I wake up you think you'd be like well oh shit well while we here you know I got this bunion or whatever the fuck reason she was actually there well nope right back to the back of the line that's that's fucked up that's fucked up we complain about our healthcare rightfully so but that is wow 
Um, oh, another video that I saw that wasn't on the news. It was a three-on-one. And usually when it's like this type of domestic disputes, you know, I don't need to mention it and talk about it twice. Or it don't be shit worth, you know, it don't be worth shit. Just motherfuckers fighting. But this one was interesting because it was a, there's three motherfuckers, one had a knife, and then they was trying to go at the other motherfucker who, by the time you see the video, then already got into the car. But it's still three of them. And she pulling off. Because it's three of them. But then, she probably realized that these motherfuckers is lined up like bowling pins. And she don't care about hitting the other two. Because why ain't there anyway? If it's if just the one that got the knife got a knife, she got this. You two bozos don't even need to be in the, in the place. So when she backed up and hit them, because they all lined up like fucking, uh, fucking lined up, <laughs> and she mowed these motherfuckers down, and she didn't kill them. Like they all walked away. Well, one, two of them limped away, but they it wasn't no blood. But you know. I was just like, man, you can't feel bad. For the, first of all, they were trying to jump her. And second of all, they had a knife. Knife versus fucking bumper. You're going to lose every time. So, shout out to her for thinking quick on her feet. Taking them off there. Motherfucker. Another video I saw. And I guess this was like, like I was saying, or like I was talking about earlier about the, um, the vaccines and all this shit. And this video is showing people that that got COVID and their tongues super big. And the people I know that got COVID, you know, they got it and it, you know, it went away. But these motherfuckers got these big tongues and that's, and I'm thinking that's probably to help, you know, push the fucking vaccine rate some more. Other than all these little incentives they giving out, it's like, you know, also turn up the fucking COVID symptoms. We gotta get these motherfuckers these shots. So, like, I'm not saying that they fake, not real, big old cartoonishly large tongues. I'm just saying, fortunately for the people I know that caught it, nothing like that happened. And not that I'm looking forward to catching it either. I don't think nothing like that's gonna happen. Anyway, I don't even catch a cold, and I don't got knock on no wood. People be like, no, knock on wood. No, don't knock on wood. Just don't put your finger in your eye and push it and put your finger in your hands all in your mouth. Uh, oh, uh, I saw uh, Ti's son was getting into it with some dudes, so he went, he went into got into the car, into the back seat. And got a book bag. And. He, he wasn't about to put on a karate gi. He had no uniform put in there. He wasn't about to pull out no. Video games. And no selfie stick. No homework. In his book bag. Fuck you think he got in his book bag. Now luckily he didn't actually you know, unzip the book bag, put his hand inside the book bag and pull nothing out of the book bag. 
but the insinuation was there. Now don't make me unzip this book bag. You know? And he didn't, fortunately. But you know, if you know who son it is, you know that's why we're talking about it. If it was just some any other kid that just pulled out a book bag, it would have been, you know, probably wouldn't have been nothing. Probably wouldn't even made the uh probably wouldn't we wouldn't have seen this video. Because of T.I. son, well, you know the apple don't fall far from the T.I. Or a tree. So, hopefully he don't got to pull that book bag out no more. That was fucked up. Oh. Speaking of fucked up. Some dude. I guess he was selling weed too. Because he they said he had a bunch of weed. And jars and bags, mind you. And he also had his daughter's ashes. Now, from the video I seen, and I got maybe I can go back and look, but from the video I seen, the ashes were in a ziplock bag. Now I don't know if the police put them in there after they took them out of the proper you know urn or container or whatever the ashes were in but what I did see was the police going through the ziplock bag and my problem with that is like anybody else's what the fuck are you doing with your daughter's ashes in a ziplock bag especially if you deal in bags if everything you do got shit to do with bags that's just you just risking selling somebody an eighth of your daughter. Or, like, or wherever the fuck, how much it, the ashes is. A two-year-old baby. How many ashes? A pound of your daughter. Oh, that's fucked up. It, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, the whole thing is fucked up. Why you got to... Okay, alright. Let's assume... Let's assume that the police did take them out of a container or urn. The question is then why are you riding around selling weed and dope with your daughter ashes in the car you gotta have foresight that if you get pulled over and get what if you get your shit fucking towed and now your ashes your daughter's ashes is the fucking tow yard an impound anyway so many questions unless you just got those ashes I don't know, 30 minutes before you got your for I was 10 minutes before you got pulled over. As in, you just picked them up, you was on your way to the house to put them on the shelf where they belong. Ain't no excuse to have your... Now, okay, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. Because I can't tell nobody how to mourn. Maybe he did feel better riding around with the ashes in the car. I don't know. All I know is don't do it the day you selling all that weed like just that day just that one time do the illegal shit and then put the ashes back in the car I don't know if they're good luck charm or not but apparently they was not so that was that whole shit was fucked up that was that was fucked up so wow ain't really no way to spend that 
Okay, here we go. Good news. Um, shit. Last week, it's, it's along the, the, the lines of what I told y'all last week. It's good news. Some bad news that turned to good news. Uh, last week, remember I told y'all about the dude who was basically get treated like a slave. And they paid him his back pay $546,000 for about 30 some years of work, which I think was just hourly. I don't think I don't think they gave him no overtime, which he definitely worked overtime. But I don't think they factored in enough overtime pay in my eyes for 30 years of work. Anyway, similar situation. Like that guy who was mentally challenged. These two guys mentally challenged, wrongfully charged. Mentally challenged and wrongfully charged. That could be the name of their tour. Because they just got $75 million. So they can do the yeah, they can tour. They can they can have merch. They can put they can drop out they can do Khaled like albums and pay people to they, you know, they can produce albums. They don't gotta they don't gotta rap. They can produce them. They can they can EP them. Ain't no telling. What these two motherfuckers gonna do with all this money out of jail? Throw it, play with it, throw it around. They gonna, they, I don't know what the fuck they gonna do, but they got seventy five million dollars, and that's awesome. Now I don't want to. I think they went in like ninety nine or some shit. I don't want to do twenty two years for seventy five million. I might do two years for seventy five million. But that's a. I don't even know if I. That's a long two years. That's. A, Two years in jail, like all every everything goes. I don't know, man. I don't know. I might have to. I probably owe some some people so much money. By the time I get out of jail from paying them off, from standing off my ass, that seventy five million probably gonna turn about twelve. In that case, I guess I'd do two years for twelve million. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's a good deal. Alright. Now let's 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 look at some old shit or whatever. Misogyny called for in this situation. Let me tell you something. Before you start fucking with somebody, you better ask yourself what the fuck they're going through. So, what about you fucking with bicycle traffic? This is a piece of infrastructure designed to save the lives of human beings. When you block it, I really appreciate you not breaking the law. That's a basic expectation of living in a Good. Excellent. Get on it. Let's go. tell y'all about the time when I, the only time too, that I happened to have two spare tires in the car, full size and needed both of those bitches it was weird, I was, uh, it was like 
I don't know what year. Young Melmos, it was the late 1900s. Late, late 1990s. Um, I want to say like 1997. Yeah, 98, 98, maybe. And I had a Cutlass Supreme. No, I had that too. But before that, I had a Cutlass Sierra. And we was at the club. And normally when people come out to the club, it might be some flyers on your window, on your windshield, or maybe a broken window with a, a you know, some shit stole. I didn't get shit stolen out of the car like, at least twice. No matter where you park. Like, I remember you think you're going to park in the cut. Ain't nobody going to steal that. Nope. Motherfuckers going to steal. So... Anyway, this so this night I was on the main street. So under street lights. So you thinking, yeah, we good. Hell yeah, we straight. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Come outside. Some motherfucker play too much and I don't know, Vales, Melmos, Clevelander, Clevelander Melmos that I remember Vales. It was like one of the clubs where if something like it was a fight every night, maybe multiple fights, it was everybody that you knew so dope, and then all the lames. So it was like a and everybody in between. So then you got like the haters, the the fighters, the the probably the killers. I don't know, and the tire slashers. Yep, it was a period where. I guess starting that night, motherfuckers was slashing tires outside of the club for no reason, just to do it, just to, just to have nothing else to do but slash tires. I'm gonna slash tires tonight, cause I ain't getting no bitches or no, no girls, or I didn't bring enough money to get in, so I'm just gonna hang out outside and slash tires. I don't know what made them decide that tonight was the night to slash tires, but. They slashed every car parked on that side of the street. They slashed the tire like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like it was a long strip. So it must have been like 12 cars. So that's like 24 tires slashed. So they got some. You think you get tired after like the first eight? No, they kept going. Everybody that came out the club was mad that night. Everybody that came out the club had to get a toe. Because most people got one spare tire. But don't nobody got two. Except us. Except me. I don't know why I did. I don't know why I did that night. But I did. I had two full-size spare tires. And I'll be damned. If that's not the only time I ever needed two spare tires at the same time. And I don't know how much you believe in fate, destiny, but if that don't help with it, I don't know what else will that time that I got two tires slashed and had two spare full size tires in the trunk.
Alright, this week on Puddle Track, Larry and got into some bullshit with another one of his ex-girlfriends. He always get into this type of drama. One of his ex-girlfriends just died. He was thinking about going to the funeral. Not because, you know, he cared for her or nothing like that, but I guess he cared a little bit, but that's not what's motivating him to go to the funeral. He wanted to go to the funeral because... She was an IG model, and she was lightweight, internet famous, and, you know, he just think it'd be a good look. Maybe he'd get him a Getty image, but she died. She was one of those flat tummy T models, and I guess she thought that was all she needed to drink. Like, she didn't eat nothing. She didn't drink nothing. She looked good, but she died from passing, like, I think she passed, like, 13 kidney stones in a row. Matter of fact, she had so many kidney stones, the autopsy, her stomach like the bottom of a fishbowl. All right. Before COVID, it was coming. Actually, this was one of the first shows post-COVID. So, here we go. And then I saw some Buddha monks. Buddhists. And they talking about all oh, these motherfucking police. I'm from Cleveland, where a motherfucker shot one dude 57 times. Rodney King got hit 56 times and walked away. This motherfucker, I'm talking to this guy. This motherfucker shot a bullet for every time Rodney King got hit. Fuck Rodney King. <laughs> Cause he alive. He drowned in a pool because he can't swim. In a pool he fought. Fuck Rodney King. And fuck Michael Braylo. That's the cop who shot the dude 57 times. Jesus Christ. What else I want to talk about? Melmos. Thank y'all, man. I just want to take this time before we wrap up the podcast to say thank you for listening this far uh, and this long and fuck with me. And if you're a new Melmo, welcome to the show. Um, tell somebody to tell somebody else why you fucking with it. Um, uh, everybody else, um, I'm glad you're still here. And uh, we're going to keep doing this. And I just want to shout out everybody that liked the post. Share the motherfucking post. Retweet the post. Uh, comment under the Instagrams. Tell somebody to look at this shit. All that, man. I appreciate all the views from all the platforms, from all the outlets. So, uh, Mel Moses, keep this going. Magic Moment. Extended Edition. Love y'all. Well, Melmos, we have made it to the end of another episode. Man, that was great. And I don't think this one was as long as the last few, which been my whole aim the whole time was to try to keep these less than an hour. I, I think I think we, we pulled that off this time with a few minutes to spare. So, shit. With that said, I just got 
one more thing. New Yorkers, Harlemites, because it's the only time this come up. Catch up with the rest of the world, man. Y'all got to stop saying pause and no homo when you say anything that resembles anything that you could even consider a sexual act if you dive in the depths of your imagination I heard a motherfucker this week on a podcast say and the thing was too big to hold no homo and and at that time I'm thinking my mind was so far away from whatever sexual object or sex act he was man now not only did I don't care about if you gay or not now I gotta just I'm not I don't care about who anybody it fucking so like what like I say Harlem New York catch up with the world don't y'all realize by saying anything like that y'all is like just shitting on people that do fuck dudes and girls that do fuck girls and people that what about the people that fuck mailboxes What's your slur for if you make a mistake and say something about the people who fuck mailboxes? There's a whole bunch of them. Otherwise, I wouldn't have read about it. Anyway. Until next week, man. Just please keep doing unto others. Please practice the the lessons. That's what I was about to say before I said please. And I was like, so it would have been like, please. I was trying to say practice. Anyway, please practice the lessons and the teachings that I provide at the end of every episode. If if you don't listen to nothing else I said, you don't care about none of the obscure news, nothing that happened to me during the week, none of that's fine. But please do unto others, man. Please treat motherfuckers how you want to be treated. It's your co-workers, your girlfriend, your mama, your cousin, anybody, man. Strangers on the street, just treat a motherfucker you the way you would want them to treat you man it's just that's it simple as that if you're feeling sad count your blessings man if you're confused apply the serenity prayer but it's always something man and keep smoking keep smoking keep having those magic moments until next week we out be safe go brown Cleveland! This is for you!